Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. Welcome to the world of Selena. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Queers and Spears. We have a special mini episode coming up for you as an introduction to one of our other rebel captains in season two, Defiance. The setting in which we are is the capital city of the Vanmaric Republic. Galoya. It is a city with high buildings entangled with vines and bushes of trees. Streetlights dance across the night streets as they paint light on corners and alleyways and shadows in places that they don't reach. We find ourselves in the Halls of the Ancients as the matriarch and the government call it. It is a hall for those to go and worship those who they worship without wanting to go to a temple. As we walk through the Hall of the Ancients, you see symbols of each and every god. You see the skull of Kaisis and the seashell of Nylila. You also see a music note in the shape of an eye that represents Caliber. And then you see a, what looks like a wine goblet with a line through the stem for the great protector, Rainer. As we get to a a dark corner in the opposite side of the room from those that are known as the death gods and those who are the gods of the afterlife, a small crease in which you will find with a deep investigation appears. And through that crease, you can find is a doorway 
that leads to the hall of the Festival of Dreamers. A new, maybe not so new, but very undiscovered piece of lore in the world of Saluna, in which inside this room with the Festival of Dreamers, we find Rawl. Could you describe yourself, Rawl? Sure. So Rawl is currently, as always, wearing his armor, where it is large plates of metal that are held together by a skin of chain links. Uh, he is currently sitting down. He has two giant gauntlets that he uses as his weapons and a helmet that kind of just ends at the eyes and chain link flows down covering his mouth and neck. And one horn is poking out of a hole of the two holes that are in the top of the helmet. And what is Rawl doing in this solemn moment in this little hidey hole that he has found himself in for the Festival of Dreamers? I think Rawl right now will be just sitting towards the outside of the festival, watching the, the silhouettes of others dance and celebrate in, in this little safe haven outside of the eyes of the world. And he'll be, he's humming to himself, just a calming little song. No, no words, just a humming quietly in his corner while also moving his fingers on his knees, almost like mimicking playing the piano. As you are sitting there humming, you feel as if a small paw is on your shoulder and you hear a voice. Not a voice you haven't heard before. Uh, and as you look to your side, you see the visage of a tabaxi boy. His fur seems to be covered in paints, and he smiles and goes, You know, why don't you join in the fun? Everybody seems to be having so much fun down there. You always sit on the outside. Better to just appreciate the enjoyment that happens. I'm more of an observer than a participant. Just slightly welcomed in this haven for those who need respite from the cruelties of life. Uh, you know, they warned me you were going to say that, but I said, you know what? Maybe he'll want to have fun this one time. But I guess I can't force a 
horse to drink water. I can just lead it there. Rollo starts uh, standing up and he's, I like to be consistent. Mm. Consistent or complacent? Rollo does not answer. He just keeps watching the silhouettes. You see as the tabaxi boy's spirit goes to fade away from you in the circles and dancing that is happening in this ritual or just absolute I hate to say it like it's a it's a celebration of the festival of dreamers though their followers are small in number they are great in ritual and in power. You see the visage of a elven woman and an elven girl dancing and giggling and having fun along with those others that are in the ritual. And off to a side, you see a man who is, though a spirit, still bloodied and ragged and claw-handed with sharp canines and even sharper intent in, in his eyes. As across from him, a dragonborn with copper scales enjoys the sight of those playing and dancing and commiserating with all of their fellow followers sends a wink your way. And the almost wolfen man stands up from the table and floats his way over to you and goes, another day of sitting and watching. Yes, I'd rather not partake of the festival. I am appreciative of you allow your allowance in, for me to be here, but I am not one of you. Not entirely. And is there something you are here to ask of us? I ask that you watch, you continue to watch over me as I am sure that things will continue to be more chaotic as I continue down my path, my path for revenge. Yes. You know that the five of us, the Festival of Dreamers, will give you guidance and will give you what you need 
in the times that you need it. Good is coming your way. But don't think that the bad isn't there to teach you something also. It seems that usually we only learn from the bad once it's passed. This is true. But perhaps your friend that is waiting for you by the door has some news. I shall leave you to see to it. If you need us, you know where to find us. I continue to thank you, dreamers, for your favor and wish you a wonderful night. And then Ra will start making his way to the door. As you head to the door, you see a tall figure, though skinny and built in a cloak of black with purple and black ears peeking out and three tails flying behind them. They smile under the mask that they wear from their nose down to their chest and look at you and go, Master Roll? Xander is looking for you. Uh, and I figured it'd be best to keep this place as secret as it should be. Thank you. And I continue to appreciate your discretion. Then Rao is going to give a little bit of a sigh and then start making his way to meet Xander. Um, Ki Fung will follow you and uh, will walk with you and go, apparently it is about uh, their con. Something has happened, uh, but they did not give me any details. Um, so I just thought I'd prepare you for whatever it could be. Um, you know that Irkhan is a large uh, Leonin man who was um, the captain that is preceding you in the order. Um, like right now in the story, Irkhan is the captain of um, of the Spec Ops and the Enforcers, uh, which is the place that you are in for the rebellion. Um, And uh, as you make your way through the town, you see you're used to the city being quick and bustling and moving and everything, but tonight is a quiet night, an eerily, eerily quiet night. And you make your way and through the channels and alleyways and sewer pipes that lead to the main building of the resistance 
you are greeted at the door by a four foot tall satyr man with red hair, glasses, and brown horns and a goatee. And he smiles and goes, Ah, Mr. Roll, it is nice to see you. Um, uh, Mr. Zander is waiting for you. I can take you there to his office right away, uh, if you would so like. Uh, Roll will just give him the, the satyr an affirmative nod. All right, uh, and uh, Ollivander opens the door uh, and leads you through the um, leads you through the the part that you know best, which is where the enforcers and the spec ops work and train and everything, and leads you down corridor after corridor to get to a large metal door with a black obsidian doorknob that uh, Ollivander turns and opens and goes, um, well, from here on, you're on your own. Uh, Mr. Zander um, would like to have a private conversation with you. Uh, I, if you need me, you know when to find me. Uh, uh, uh Raul would just say thanks and then start making his way in. Okay. You walk in the door and Zend and Ollivander closes it behind you. Uh, you see a beautiful office. Um, it's almost like an office mixed with a bedroom, everything. Xander doesn't really leave his room that often unless it's important or a captain meeting or anything like that. Uh, you see sitting um at a window with uh, a chair, a table, another chair, and two cups of tea on the table. Standing at the window is a six-foot-tall um, black gentleman with green scaled snakes for hair and um, a pair of sunglasses on. Uh, in a deep purple vest with black plumed uh, plumed shirt sleeves and a pair of um, leather pants and boots. And he turns around and goes, Ah, Rawl, just who I was looking for. Come, take a seat, have some tea. Uh, we have a discussion that we have to have. Uh, Ra will sit down and, and take the teacup, but he will not drink of it. He'll just hold it politely. Uh, um, Xander sits next to you, and uh, on his face is not a look of worry, but a look of news. He pauses and, with a slight look in your direction, says, well, Irkhan was sent on a mission about a week ago. I've just been given news of his death, which means I need to pick a new captain for the enforcers and special ops. 
I do not see any other. Um, I do not see any other competition for uh, for the position. As you have proven time and time again, you will do what needs to be done, and will do what is best for the resistance. I am offering you the position of Captain Rawl. Uh, Rawl, for a moment, is stunned in silence. One of the news of Yurkan's death, and also that he is going to be appointed. Both of these news makes him... Uh, Think about how he first was involved. Think about the, his dear friend that was lost. As and also the reason that he continues to support the rebellion. And with a very quiet, he answers, though his he gives off the presence of an anxiousness to get the work done. Mm -hmm. I thank you for the appointment, and I assure you that I will do everything to ensure change in the city. Not only change in the city, but change in our country. You will be a part of a team of captains, each unfortunately, each and every captain that was a part of the, the last team, besides one, did not make it back from mission. So, we will be having a new team of captains, uh, except for one, uh, and you will all be my top priority to do missions as you are the ones that I trust the most. How experienced are these new captains? They are all people that you have interacted with in the Resistance. They have been here for quite some time, except for one. One has been here for about a month. Hmm. But she is exceptional. I see. Well, I look forward to meeting these new captains and learning of their strengths. He says, in keeping in mind who he's like going through, who he's interacting with here in the rebellion, mm. kind of trying to think who he expects to see as one of the promoted captains, and who he would dread to see as one of the promoted mm. captains. Yes, um, you you know that. He Xander is not shy with who who has fallen off. He tells you all of those who have um 
who have fallen off and are no, no longer captains and who did not make it. Um, mm-hmm. The only name that you remember and know because they are one of the founders along with Xander is Maven. And Maven is the captain of the Mystics who are their casters and their magical ba- their magical firepower. Um, and you know that if Maven goes down in a fight, then it was a serious fight, but Maven is still standing. Um, so you know that you will be working along with Maven and other captains. Um, and he looks at you and go, once goes, I want you to know that all of the chosen captains were chosen by the benefactor herself. If I may ask, what had caused the sudden deaths of the previous team? The sudden deaths of the others was a double-crossing. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, Dorval will no longer be a part of the resistance and is a opportune target to take out as soon as possible. I see. So we had a traitor at Miss us. Yes. Rawl puts his head down and starts looking at the cup of tea he has not drank yet. Do we have any information about his whereabouts? As of right now, the last place Dorval has been seen is the underdark city of Kilyan. That will be one of the first places you and your team will go to search for him. But we must... Unfortunately, there's something that we have to deal with prior to that. And unfortunately, that involves you and your team being a security detail for the Council of Mothers. And as though, even though... You are all more than just security guards. I would prefer our highest-ranking officers protecting protecting the council over people who don't know what they're doing. Has there been threats made against them? Yes. As long as the Council of Mothers stands, the Death Vale Warren cannot take over the co- the government. Uh, Ral at this will stand up and put the teacup back on the table. Then I assure you, they will not be harmed under my watch. I can count on that, Ral. And then Ral will start making his way out of the office. 
and uh, Xander will wave his hand for the door to open and close behind you. And um, Ollivander is standing there with Kifang and he goes, oh, how wonderful you are back. I understand you are now of Captain Status and uh, that makes you and Ollivander points at Kifang, makes you the new second of the Enforcers and Special Ops. Um, I cannot wait to see where you take the branch of the Resistance, um, and you can, uh, Mr. Roll, you can report to the Captain's Table tomorrow at sunrise to get mission details of uh, your first mission as a Captain. Thank you, Ollivander. I appreciate it. Also, then he turns to Yifang. Uh It looks like we have a lot of work to do ahead of us. Yes, we do. Um, and Ollivander, like, taps your shoulder a little bit um, on your armor and goes, Also, you have been upgraded to Captain's Quarters instead of staying in the barracks. So you may move all your belongings into there. Rao thinks from an in says, I'll do that later. For now, I would like to be more acquainted with the unit I now oversee. Very and start well. making his way down the hall. Awesome. And Ollivander kind of lets you go and uh, Ki Fung uh, follows and gives a small, like, not a full chuckle, but almost like a, a, a like a chided sound that is just, so Irkhan is dead. He is. And how they died is most concerning. He then, as, as he continues to walk, turns to Kifang and says, I want you to keep an eye out for tra traitorous elements within our unit, as well as amongst the rest of the rebellion. Your order is We don't know how deep this poison is. Nice challenge. Uh, and with that, he goes invisible. And you just hear footsteps going off another way from you. Uh, and that is where we will end this little mini episode. Thank you all Yay. for listening. Um, I appreciate you guys coming in to listen to the interview of the Indomitable. Um... Rawl is one of the captains of our second campaign, and I'm so excited for you all to learn more about his story and the lore that he brings into the world of Saluna. Uh, and just for you guys to be able to get to know uh, the mind of Nikki as a player a little bit more this campaign, because I feel this is such a different character than anything that Nikki has ever done. Yes. <laughs> uh, and... You guys can find us on all of our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, or sorry, X. It's not Twitter anymore. Um, and uh, TikTok 
And you can also find us. We do have a Tumblr, queersandspearsdnd.tumblr.com, where you can find all of our information, player-wise and um, guest stars and characters and world lore, um, which now I have to update as we introduce new lore to this world. Um, and we will see you all. Oh